promotion is worth so much more than the money. Content is still king. Social media is completely your brand. The social media is acting as a catch net. Welcome back to the Music Marketing Podcast. We talk so much about social media and how artists need to grow a fan base and engage with their audience on socials. Uh, But today it's actually talking about taking it outside of social media and getting actual fans to engage with you in real life. So Alex and I are joined today by Tom Neald from Landmark. Hi, Tom. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, very good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Good. Um, It'd be good to start off with just talking about Landmark, what it is, uh, how it works. Yeah, cool. Um, So the easiest way that we try to explain or we have to explain it is it's been called Pokemon Go for music or Pokemon Go for brands as well. Um, And in essence, it allows music artists to place digital content into physical locations anywhere on the planet. Um, So everything's accessed via mobile web. You visit a URL and you land onto a branded platform. um, And on that platform, you have a map. And on that map, there are things we call hotspots. Um, and in those hotspots are the content that's been placed there. So audio, video, photo filters, augmented reality, virtual reality, um, any form of digital content can be um, placed into a physical location. Okay, what, cool. what kind of artists have used the platform so far? We've worked with artists such as Shakira, Louis Tomlinson, um, Bring Me the Horizon. Um, quite, quite, a, quite a variety of different artists have used it, but it's, it's normally ones who have kind of a, a fan base who are... Um, looking for more experiences from their their favorite artists, and they're very kind of engaged and captive. So, what kind of stuff did you do for someone like Shakira? What did the campaign look like? Yeah, so with Shakira, we we were kind of really lucky to kind of work with someone like her because she's she's such a big artist, but she has a, a, a truly global fan base. At the time we worked with her, she had her social stats were kind of quarter of a billion. So wow. I think she I think she was the second <laughs> most followed person in the world. Um, second to Cristiano Ronaldo at the time. Um, but what that does mean is she's only one person, obviously, and having kind of um, engagements that are kind of that, that, are, that fans are look, looking for is kind of quite hard for her to achieve um, a lot of the time. So what we did with the platform is we enabled her and her label and her team to um, create localised fan experiences by creating those hotspots in... Um, we did it in 125 countries. Uh, and the sort of thing that we, we did with um, Shakira was we, we started by kind of teasing her new album at the time, um, which was called El Dorado. And um, she used it to kind of announce that she was um, releasing the new album. So we kind of released artwork. We announced kind of track titles. So people moved to different locations to unlock a different track title. And we it kind of encouraged shareability. So people were kind of... Um, sharing the images across social media. Um, then after that stage, we released the first taste of new music, so giving like snippets of audio, um, a taste of the new music video, and um, it, just using it in a way that kind of engaged her kind of her core fan base and her super fans to kind of um, discover what her new album was all about, and then um, share that with the kind of wider fan base who got a kind of a, a kind of secondary taste to yeah. those fans. So it's more about kind of like creating a buzz. So I'm guessing between releases, you've got fans that just aren't very engaged. Mm. Um, and artist fans don't engage with music unless 
kind of there's a release going on and do you essentially go from releasing get people talking and kind of spread it that way is that how it happens and the result of it yeah it's, it's usually kind of used in the build-up to a release um that's kind of generally how it's been used the most for, our, for for music artists um it also works well for tours as well so like a a, a companion for a tour so if you're doing something in a city which is what a tour is and obviously you can um, use the platform to scale out that experience. Um, we worked with Vamps um, and their label. Did um, you do a similar thing for them? Yeah, so we, they used it um, solely for their, their tour. Okay. Um, they, I didn't realize how much they actually did digitally before we worked with them. So yeah, they, they do so much to kind of engage fans. So they're kind of a really good place for people to look if, if anyone's looking for ideas about what to do digitally with their artists. They seem to kind of do so much with their fans because I guess that's what their their fans are kind of um, after. But what, what we did as part of that kind of mix was um, on the day of each tour date, so they're playing in an, in an arena in a city, and um, we created hotspots, locations around that city or town where people moved to, and the, the fans who were the most engaged won because of that. So there was a competition where they got to... Um, get the best seats in the house or meet the artist after the show that kind of cool. that kind of thing do you find that it's more effective doing something like that where the fans have to do something physically rather than just putting a post out saying we're playing here have you found that the impact is is massively different yeah i, th I th there's there's a few different ways of looking at it i think like like people want to have an experience that's that's kind of what a lot of kind of digital proves that we we've we thought that from when we started landmark as well it's things on the internet can get throwaway. There's new music to listen to all the time and it's just clicking a link, mm. going onto a website and pressing a button, which I mean is great. Obviously your, your access to content is amazing, but creating something memorable uh, is only really achieved by adding an experience into that, mm -hmm. um, which is why going to a, a gig is such a memorable thing, right? You're, you remember the whole night, you don't just remember the, the kind of songs in the set, you remember mm -hmm. the whole thing. Mm. Um, so it's using that kind of, um, those kind of feelings to to complement the digital experience. Yeah, just make it more of an emotional experience rather yeah. than just a sale in a way. Yeah, exactly. Um, we 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 find kind of value exchange is is really important as well. So mm -hmm. you have to have for people to move somewhere, you have to have something that they're willing to move for. Mm -hmm. So new music or new content is really good because people who are a fan who like their social media who follow them. Um, they will be after that so you can you can you can put um a physical journey in between those things and people will make that mm -hmm. how are you measuring engagement how do you know when an artist is ready for a stunt like this so have you ever had an artist come to you and you said well okay you've got the followers but there's not enough engagement and what are you looking for there to know that something like this would be successful yeah yeah that's a really good question so it works for artists who do have a large fan base because you generally know if you've got the numbers, there's going to be a percentage of that number that will um, want to interact. But for artists with um, slightly less in terms of numbers, it, on social media followings, um, it works well if you have a really engaged small fan base. Like mm. if your fans are willing to do things for you, if they if they do like your existing content, if you do get a lot of likes for your, your social media posts, I mean, relative to the kind of size of your audience, then that is a good, um, a good fan base for our technology to work with. Um, yeah, so it's about understanding how how they work, where those fans are as well. We do 
um, a lot of work with um, labels is kind of looking at their data or helping them with their data and using you get more and more um, geo relevant data from streaming services social media platforms and using that to look where we should be rewarding people so where we should create experiences mm. and you say that, that at these different locations they get kind of uh, either a track title or something like that but what's the content that they're putting out is it something like a music video or is it something a little bit more interactive um it it, it has varied completely so okay. we've we've gone from um doing kind of we have them full listens of tracks so this is the first this is the only place you could listen to an artist's upcoming single mm -hmm. two days before it's released or a week before it's released um and that would just be like a, a stream within the platform mm -hmm. um all the way to allowing fans to unlock separate frames from a music video when all of those frames are collected the video is released online mm -hmm. so the platform has been designed to kind of um, cater for all of those different content content experiences mm -hmm. in between um, and we like we like people or like our clients to use it in a way that is like you would a social media platform so you have a content plan and you're using the platform to these two days we're going to do this then it's mm -hmm. going to develop into this then we're going to see how that's reacted and maybe get some more video shot with the artist mm -hmm. or maybe that's a good time to put a clip of the new music video into locations um, so that yeah, that's that's what. Really Does well. it take a while for things to kind of, kind of bubble up and people to start talking? Was it like one big hit where everything kind of goes wild? What is it? Is it kind of exponential? Is the, it's generally the big hit. There is the big hit when you're launching a campaign because that's mm -hmm. obviously the key moment that some something new is being sent to people. So that's when they're going to be most engaged. Um, and how is it sent to them exactly? Is it like a DM or like through Messenger on Facebook? Yeah, so it's every, everything is um, on mobile web, so this is okay. behind a URL. So each campaign specifically has a URL that's relevant to it, mm -hmm. um, so relevant to the um, music artist and the track name. Mm -hmm. It can be anything. Um, and that is posted out through um, social media. It's probably mm -hmm. the main way that that's shared. Yeah. Um, but we have had clients do, obviously, email databases and SMS databases work if you have that data. So... Yeah, we, we like to um, promote to to people who do have that data for their fans, um, but we also would like to collect data through the platform that our, that music artists get to use as well, so mm -hmm. they get to add that when, when new people are coming on board as well. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of artists ask us the question, like what target audience they should be targeting mm -hmm. in terms of like, like young people are more engaged and are better fans or some artists will say they'll go for the older generation or different genres. Do you find that there's age ranges or, or genres which are more reactive? Because you've worked with like Louis Thomas yeah. and Bring Me Horizon, Shakira. They're Every all genre under the different yeah. genres. So do you yeah. find that there are some genres where it's just like the fans are not engaged or demographic? Pokemon Go comparison, you think immediately like teenagers yeah. would love this. Yeah. You can't imagine my mum wanting to go to like a location and engage mm -hmm. with a piece of content have you found that people that have an older audience don't yeah, we, have as much engagement there we've you, you don't you do get more from a younger audience yeah but that younger audience now has kind of got older as well and there's true and people get, are getting more tech savvy who are slightly older and mm. um, we've got kind of really good stats the shakira uh, project use an example had 
really strong stats from people between like 35 and 45. That was really good numbers. Wow, there. okay. Yeah. And that was that was quite surprising. Well, um, what spots were they going to? Were, were it, was it like local places in each city, like landmarks in a way? Yeah, so the, the, the platform is essentially built around a world map. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can you can create locations anywhere in the world mm-hmm. um, digitally, and um, you can use that to, to like tell a narrative. So that could be based around a certain theme. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bring Me the Horizon one was um, it was based around kind of love. So they were picked out themes that related to that, and that's quite cool because it's telling a story. Um, but often it can just be the right location to send people to in a town or a city mm-hmm. so like a big like a big park or mm-hmm. a town square somewhere where you would want people to congregate and mm-hmm. we've seen youtubers things. do this actually they're quite heavily obviously they don't have the technology you yeah. have but they'll create content around it and the first thing that comes to my head is their tgf bros they're, they're crazy youtubers mm-hmm. and they do it every year where they do a hide and see challenge and they yeah. hide I think it's like £10,000 in the middle of a city. But one time it got way too much because their audience was so engaged that they had just thousands of people just going into the shopping mall. Does that ever scare you? That it might be like the audience is so large (laughs) that you've just got thousands of people going to one location. Yeah, like there's there's ways we've we've, um, thought around that and that is um, creating more locations where people can go to. So there's probably going to be somewhere that's more local to you. Mm -hmm. If it's all based around one location, you could get that effect. Um, The other thing we've been looking at as well is um, doing like alternate journeys per X amount of people. So if you're worried about like some artists now, like have like incredible fan bases that will all, like like you say, like those YouTubers, influencers Mm. who'll move to that the same location in kind of huge numbers so mm. yeah we what we would do with that was would be to direct people off um yeah once it gets to a certain point another location would open and mm. we kind of disperse people that way i guess mm. but it hasn't been a huge problem um we we like it to be kind of used more as a kind of platform where you're engaging people in a lot of places over, yeah. over a kind of larger area rather than trying to get thousands of people to yeah one place yeah. I mean, our audience are mainly uh, emerging artists. So mm. We do have uh, labels and people that work in marketing that listen as well, which this yeah. stuff would be more helpful for. But for, for the emerging artists, they obviously don't have this size yeah. audience. Do you think it's still worth them thinking about getting their fans to do sort of physical things? Yeah, like I, taking them off social slightly. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I think the way to best way to look at it is kind of what I mentioned previously, which is the, like that value exchange that... Yeah. If you have something that maybe you're willing to give to a certain percentage of your fan base, then you can create something where if they go to it, they will get that back. So mm-hmm. maybe that's doing something in this scenario. You, if they, if you have a, a slightly smaller fan base, then you could do something in one location yeah. and reward mm-hmm. people who come to that. Um, so fans are getting something back. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you're, you're getting kind of unique versions of physical items made to give out to people. Mm-hmm. That, that can work. Um, people like having things to share as well. So we we do um, quite a lot of work on the platform with like photo filters. So when you go to a location, you unlock a photo filter and that has um, your location. It can have your name. It can have a date. And people like that having something to share mm-hmm. that's kind of about them or about their story. Yeah. What and do you think has been most effective? Kind of is it like merch or the music video snippets? What would you say is from yeah. what you've seen? I, I think it's quite encouraging from 
working um, with music artists that it is it's the new music that okay. that people get most excited about. I didn't expect that. No, I no. don't know why you. I was oh, expecting it's just like, merch. Like that, it's more valuable for them. So, like when you said the personalized filters. Yeah. If you look at the ones on Instagram at the moment, where people can just make their own, hmm. people love it. I yeah. thought that it'd be more of like a selfish thing than something for the artist. It's quite. No, it's quite a nice thing. I, to do. I think it, it does. It does work well when it's when you're announcing like a new album, new single, and then if you have that because the fan base has been waiting for something for so yeah. long, and quite a lot of artists have quite obsessed fan bases <laughs> as well so um they've been waiting for so long and that having that that t- kind of taste of something new whether it be kind of visual or, or mm. the audio as well that that's kind of what's responded the best because i think there is that kind of waiting for something then it arriving it's a sort of a reward in a way mm. where if they're the ones that have got it first before any of the other fans, yeah. they know that they're the ultimate fan, like they're yeah. the ultimate super fan, mm. which I guess works yeah. really well for an artist that has a massive audience. I'm really interested in like what happens afterwards, the kind of results of it. So uh, I saw on the website you kind of link it to social media. And yeah. I guess social media is where people are going to talk about it. And what happens to spread the word is it kind of people taking photos of instagram stories or screenshotting to say i found it is it, it does it go beyond the people who engage with it and get people talking how does the word spread from there after the campaign yeah so when when things launch you, it, it is kind of the the comments and the content that other fans are posting that, that is used to kind of grow the campaign mm-hmm. um we did we launched a campaign the other day and they the link to the campaign got out before it had been kind of formally posted. Mm. So that's quite a good way of seeing how things kind of spread naturally. And that was a lot of people, like people screenshotting their experience, kind of sharing comments, what they think about the the experience as well. Um, and a, a lot of these fans, because obviously we know what we do and it's powered by our platform, but everything is branded to the, the artists that we work with. So a lot of the kind of conversation is around that this artist has created something for their fan base to do. Mm. And that kind of does seem to... Um, push the campaigns kind of further and, and wider. And what does the artist need to do on their social media to instigate it best? Is there any artist you've worked with where you can, obviously you can't name them, but like you said, they didn't do enough to be able to get people to do things yeah. for you. What do, What is the best way for an artist to get that the fans engaged in doing things? Yes, I, I think it's about using social media and the platform in tandem. So if we're changing what the experience is on the platform, you also need to replicate that on social media. Mm. So if you, if you if you don't talk about something enough, you won't get people looking at it. Yeah. And with what we we um, enable our clients to do, um, you have to you have to kind of sometimes plan your journey as well. It's not it's not like clicking a link to a YouTube video. You can do that. You could do that now, and we'd still be watching it. You yeah. could even be quite rude. Um, but with this, you you click on it and you you show where you have to go to, so people have to plan that into their journey. So having um, reminders about that can be kind of good. Mm. Um, we do we allow for kind of dropping pixels on the platform as well, so you can do kind of remarketing back to people, and um, we do social media and streaming service logins as well, so you, the clients are getting that data and they can remind people who've been on the platform about. Mm what's on there are there any platforms you find convert best to get the traffic do you find like instagram or facebook to actually get people to the platform um generally what's best twitter seems to work really well for us because 
pretty much the nature of its layout. It's kind of a brief bit of text and then a link. Mm -hmm. And that's kind yep. of what we're about. Instagram kind of can be slightly harder to convert clicks for, for what we do, it seems. So Twitter, the, the artists that have a really strong Twitter base are the ones that seem to get kind of the best mm. results. And you mentioned, obviously, like the filters and stuff. That's quite a new feature that's come in, especially on Instagram. Yeah. Are there any things that you're seeing that are upcoming at the moment, which you're really yeah. hot on and you think could be really successful? Yeah, so we, we've we kind of been looking forward to this for quite a while. On yeah. this. Um, but we are, we're really excited about... Um, we're excited about mobile web because that's where our platform's based. So we're excited about kind of augmented reality, mm -hmm. um, looking at kind of 2D holograms. So um, a hologram of the music artist appearing in a location and mm -hmm. playing a song or mm -hmm. talking about that location. And that's kind of where we're kind of at and that's what we're kind of excited about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, allowing platforms like ours to do what's been available on apps for slightly longer mm -hmm. but the, but the fact it plugs into social media mm -hmm. and anyone can access it is is exciting cool so like a your favorite band could literally play a show in your bedroom and yeah. you could just place them in your bedroom and they do a full set like exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool that would be really cool yeah we we say so those technologies are kind of um really cool we, we like having the location element attached to that as well so mm -hmm. yeah doing varying content on location as well so mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you find is the end objective? So is it like, do you find there's more streams or is it sales? Or is it is it more followers or is it simply just awareness? Mm -hmm. So when you're working with labels or the artists, kind of what, what, what do they measure the success of a campaign? Yeah, I, I think with our kind of um, technology, when when we started, it was more about doing something new and doing something different. Um, and it's kind of moved from that kind of engaging super fans and now it's more to um, having kind of hard results off the back of that and the streaming service logins are kind of doing really well for us and we've kind of been optimizing click-throughs to um, streaming services and and any external links as well so some campaigns have had around like 30 percent of people who visited wow. going through to streaming services yeah. Um, that's on top of people who've signed up with streaming services as well, which can prompt um, pre-saves or follow artists, follow playlists. Mm -hmm. And that data is kind of now what, what kind of labels and clients are looking for. Mm -hmm. I think as a platform, it's super interesting because I think we hear all the time that everyone says, oh, everyone's got their heads stuck in a phone. They're not ever going to actually do anything. Like people are saying as well that people aren't even going to gigs anymore, but the sales for tickets are insane. And something like yeah. this shows that people are willing to actually do something. Do you think that that's gonna become an issue anytime soon, that people are so kind of head down in your phone? There's so much competition. You've got gigs every night. You've got just staying and watching Netflix. Yeah. Do you think it's gonna get different as there's more competition for things to do, basically? I, I That's a very hard question. <laughs> I, 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 I do like the fact that, that people the, this kind of um, experiences like ourselves are encouraging people to to kind of go out more. Mm. And even if you are using your phone or yeah. kind of the experience is paired with your phone and you're, you're still getting that physical experience, that's, mm. I think that's a really important thing. Um, hard to know how things I mean, will change. I mean, Pokemon Go was huge and that yeah. was yeah. Like exactly the same in a way. Uh, so we, we, we were um, going kind of before Pokemon Go came around. And they got with you. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> but they uh it was that was a really valuable moment for us because they just proved that 
people will move for an experience mm -hmm. and that's kind of that allowed us to kind of get that initial growth and yeah. people were interested because of that and I think it's encouraging I think technology does give you more ability to enjoy the, the kind of the, the wider world so mm -hmm. hopefully that continues mm -hmm. sure, I, I think that was all my questions yeah you, you yeah, good? Cool. good. Um, thank you so much for coming on uh, where can people me. find Landmark Online are they just a Google search or where are your socials at yeah, so um, we are on Twitter, so you can mm -hmm. read us Landmark on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Our website is Landmark, which is L-A-N-D-M-R-K dot I-T. Quite a hard URL. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also on LinkedIn as well, if for any for business type people. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, come and say hello as well, get in touch. We can talk about any upcoming campaigns or anything. Cool. Thanks was, very much. Yeah, super Thanks useful. Much. Thank you so much. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't already, and we'll see you in the next one.